This week, the concept of a new American civil war has been on a lot of people's minds, thanks to the governors of Texas and several other red states, along with their state national guards, putting themselves into a standoff against the federal government over the issue of the border and daring them to make a move. Mm -hmm. We've talked a lot about this in our previous video this week, and I don't really feel like rehashing it. But if the video exists, you can uh, yeah. go watch it. The situation, it seems like it could be just a big photo op for clout, or it could lead to some sort of legitimate violent civil war. It, Guess we'll see. It might end up like January 6th, where everyone gets right to the point of they're going to do something, and then they all, for the most part, just kind of stand around. Yeah, like a lot of this just sort of feels like... Uh, Performative, first of all. I mean, we already have civil war reenactors. This is like a civil war pre-enactment. Yes, uh, they're tied... Those old clothes look so silly. Yeah. I want to be in, like, the BDUs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, no, I think that will is what will happen is a bunch of, like, neckbeard chuds will be like, well, finally, it's time. And then they'll, they'll get to a point. hang out down there for, like, a couple weeks. And it was like, great. great I'm hungry. hungry. Let's get out of here. I guess it is a good thing that Biden is so senile because I don't think he even knows that this is happening. Uh, he's over at Churin Breweries and slurring his speech like he's had he like 20 beers and uh, legitimately asleep at the yeah, wheel. The Greg Abbott, who is in India for some reason, is looking for he's looking for a big confrontation. And I don't think Biden even knows that this is happening. So that's actually probably good. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. Guess what, we'll a, what see. a country. But in the meantime, while that's happening, if we're really going to be turning the clock back to 1860, fuck it. Let's go back even farther. Let's bring back duels. Hell yeah. Weird nostalgia for a mostly fictitious bygone era is something that's always been common in this country. People treat Norman Rockwell paintings and vintage Coca-Cola ads as if they are a genuine glimpse into the past. And the Supreme Court at this point is mostly made up of people whose approach to the law is just sort of asking a crystal ball what the founding fathers would have felt about various modern legal issues. But you don't hear a lot about wishing it was still legal to settle arguments by standing 10 paces apart and firing handguns at each other. <laughs> Nobody dueling anymore. Mm -mm. No, no one wants to duel. Millennials have killed dueling. That's right. Uh, no one wants to get slapped in the face with a white glove, thus initiating the duel. Yeah. Uh -huh. The gauntlet. And it's kind of weird because several of the main characters of early American history engaged in dueling. One of the most popular stage musicals of the 21st century ends with the vice president of the United States killing the former secretary of the treasury in a duel. Yeah. Why hasn't this caught on yet? You're nostalgic for everything else. What about the duel? It, at least then it's fair, you know? Yeah. You, everyone gets their 10 paces. You turn around. Whoever's quickest on the draw. Yeah. Not advocating it, just saying it. it that's how as, they used to do it. As a concept, it, it does seem a little that's more fair. That's how they used to do it. Yeah, a, 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 a duel isn't someone pulling into your driveway and then you shooting them. Very dishonorable. That's cowardice. Yeah. But hey, it looks like there are at least some people out there who do want to return to the days of dueling. Back when we settled things honorably by shooting each other with guns. That doesn't happen anymore. No, sir. Nope. Uh, here's Newsweek. A member of the Missouri Senate has proposed a rule change that, if passed, would allow senators to challenge each other to a duel. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Fucking, this is great. Especially if it's just uh, politicians. Yeah, the victimless crimes. Senator Nick Schroer put a motion to the state Senate to adopt a rule change allowing state politicians to settle grievances through physicality. His proposed amendment was posted on X, formerly Twitter, ding, by Missouri State Democrats. <laughs> It read, 
If a senator's honor is impugned by another senator to the point that it is beyond repair and in order for the offended senator to gain satisfaction, such senator may rectify the perceived insult to the senator's honor by challenging the offending senator to a duel. The trusted representative known as the second of the offended senator shall send a written challenge to the offending senator. The two senators shall agree to the terms of the duel, including choice of weapons, which shall be witnessed and enforced by their respective seconds. The duel shall take place in the well of the Senate at the hour of high noon on the date agreed to by the parties to the duel. I demand satisfaction. <laughs> Love it. We're not a serious country. No, and if we're going this far with it, like it, look, realistically, it doesn't have to be guns. We could just do what the YouTubers have been doing and put all the politicians into a ring and have them beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not into the whole uh, everyone's doing boxing thing, but it does, you know, out of all the ways to violently settle your differences, it's probably the best way to do it. And you can raise money for charity in the meantime. Yeah, well, I don't know. Did anyone actually get paid from the last Creator Clash? Wasn't it a financial disaster? I, well, I think no one got paid because all the money was supposedly no, going to charity. But I don't think it went. I, I could be wrong. You got again. I'm just throwing an offhand remark out, and everyone's going to get mad at me for it. <laughs> I got to stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we can't find a ton of information about this Nick Schroer guy. But based on his education history, he seems to be around 38 years old. So he's not some geezer. He's a millennial. Millennials are bringing back dueling. That's right. We've saved the dueling industry. He seems to be your average young conservative NPC in terms of issues like abortion, etc. Uh, he's also one of the many conservatives who was really hung up on drag queens back when that was the current thing and then got outed for previously engaging in a bit of drag himself. So this bill strikes us as pretty much just performative. It's virtue signaling, but it's also apparently in response to divisions in the Missouri legislature between the more mainline Republican majority and the Missouri Freedom Caucus, of which Shore is a member who are so annoying that even their fellow Republicans want nothing to do with them and have had them removed from committees for turning every session into a school board meeting. We love, I didn't realize, because we've had the Freedom Caucuses in our, you know, federal legislature, Mm -hmm. and they have, they've really planted their flag as we're the most annoying people. Mm -hmm. Even our fellow Republicans can't really stand us. So I, I didn't realize that the state, this was happening at the state level too. Yeah, like Missouri, it's like Republicans control like 70% of the Missouri legislature. They have, they own Missouri. And yet they're still, now they're at each other's. They want, they just want a little bit more. So yeah, I mean, look, it's just their fellow Republicans that they want to engage in duels with. So you know what? Let them fight, we say. Go for it. Do it. Bring Mm -hmm. back dueling. Mm -hmm. Bet you won't. Are you bad so, enough, dude, to bring back duels? If you back out of the of pitching a duel, yeah, you are a, a coward. Yeah, yeah, you're a Nancy boy. You're a mm-hmm. sissy. Mm-hmm. You're a you're a cuck. You're a, a beta male, mm-hmm. low T. Come on, Nick. Bring Do a, it. Bring a gun to the Senate and another senator with it. You're editing this, so you have to <laughs> cut that out or leave it in. I'm leaving it in. No. But alas, it does seem that Nick Schroer he was only memeing with this proposed legislation based on this statement from his chief of staff to Newsweek. Senator Schroer is deeply committed to restoring a sense of honor in the Missouri Senate. While the idea of a duel may have been suggested in a metaphorical sense, boo, 
The core message is about fostering respect and reminding members that the words used in a debate may have real consequences. Wah. It's evident to new members of the Senate that the success of priority legislation is currently dependent on personalities and old wounds are preventing important language from becoming law. Until personal disputes find resolution and true leaders step forward to be the first to put aside personal feelings for the betterment of Missouri, we will continue to suggest ways to find a resolution. Lame. So lame. My satisfaction is not met. I am not satisfied. <laughs> no, this is I the should, least satisfying. I should fucking duel this guy over this. Yeah. He's not challenging. even serious about it. This like, Again, I say, especially because it's way safer to talk about, duel with your fists. If it's a if it's a sanctioned thing, yeah, and both parties agree to it, then fucking go for it and do it in the Senate too. Put the ring in there. Yeah, like we're already a joke country. We're not real. No one is going. Do you think the other countries in the world are going to look at that and say, "Well, that's really weird for America to be doing"? I mean, you see this happen uh, in places like India, where like that's just, why Greg Abbott's there. India, where they have like a thousand plus people in their legislature, like, mm -hmm. they'll straight up, like, it's like a, there's no guns involved, but they'll tear tables apart. Yeah. They get violent in there. That's how they settle their differences. And mm -hmm. they're still a semi-functional country, right? Well. Are they? Okay. Well, anyway, let's take a break now from the right-wing loonies in our own country and check in on the right-wing loonies in our neighbor to the north, Canada, where one Canadian dollar in coin form is also called a loony. And two dollars is a toonie. That's right. Mm -hmm. And you go to the strip club. And nobody laughs. And all the strippers are covered in bruises because everyone's throwing coins at them. It's fucked up. Bring back the paper money, <laughs> Justin Trudeau, you fascist. So Canadians have spent the last few years, they've been trying to really dispel this old notion that they are any more sane than Americans. And they've been doing a pretty good job. And a great example of this was during this past summer's record-breaking wildfires. The worst wildfire season in North American recorded history. A record that will surely be broken repeatedly in the coming years. And the reason for these wildfires is pretty straightforward. Climate change leads to extreme conditions like high temperatures and drought, which turns forests into tinderboxes. So they catch on fire mm -hmm. more easily. Mm -hmm. But if you're less inclined to listen to the vast, overwhelming scientific consensus on this topic... Another theory that might appeal to you is that it's actually the big bad government starting those fires on purpose to trick us into believing in climate change for reasons. They're going to make us uh, be like, the, the forest is on fire, you better move to a 15-minute city. And by 15-minute city, I mean you can't leave. Mm -hmm. And we're going to make you drive a gay car. Mm -hmm. And all the men have to dress like women, and all the women have to dress like cats and dogs and poop and piss in litter boxes. That's what they're proposing? I don't know. Oh, well. Well, you know, still, lighting your own forest on fire seems like a pretty big stretch. Yeah, who would do, who would do such a thing? Anyways, one such conspiracy theorist up in Canada recently found himself behind bars. Was this the fascist Trudeau government silencing one of its critics? No. Turns out when he wasn't posting on Facebook about the wildfires being a government psyop, he was driving around starting wildfires. Oh. Ah. Hmm. Wow. The most obvious answer was hmm. it actually do, the one that turns out it, to be true. It do be your own damn self sometimes. Yeah, especially when your intentions are blaming it on the Canadian government. Here's the Guardian. A Canadian man who claimed forest fires were the result of a government conspiracy has pleaded guilty to lighting more than a dozen blazes during the country's record-breaking wildfire season 
as nearly 100 fires persist in drought-stricken regions. Brian Paré admitted to 13 counts of arson and one count of arson with disregard for human life at the courthouse in central Quebec, an act that drew away key firefighting resources from nearly 700 fires in the province last summer. Those blazes, which required the aid of international fire crews, charred more than 4.5 million hectares of boreal landscape. Virtually all of those fires were caused by lightning strikes, the Quebec's fire service says. But at the courthouse in the town of, I, I'm sorry, Canadians, Shibugamau? Shibugamau. Shibugamau. Prosecutor Marie-Philippe Chiron said on Monday, two of the 14 fires lit by Paré forced the evacuation of 500 homes, the Canadian press reported. The largest fire lit by Paré consumed nearly 873 hectares of forest. We, we're all looking for the guy who did this. Wow. So turns out that it was the guy that was doing it intentionally to somehow prove that it was a government experience. That's ex right. Ex uh, conspiracy. Anyway, continues. Fire officials investigated a string of five blazes in June that had no possible natural cause and broke out days after the province had implemented a fire ban. The 38-year-old Paré quickly became a suspect when he was spotted in the location of the fires and demonstrated a certain interest in fires after an interview with police, said Sharon. In June, police began watching his social media posts, which frequently focused on the province's wildfires. He shared content suggesting the record-breaking fire season was the result of government intervention, not climate change. The prosecution said police specialists developed a suspect profile based on the fires, and increasingly, Paré's seemed a match. Police later obtained a warrant to install a tracking device on Paré's vehicle and found he traveled to locations where other fires were started. What? I love <laughs> fires! After he was arrested in September, he admitted to starting nine fires and claimed he was doing tests to find out whether the forest was really dry or not, Turan told the court. Turns out, uh, after the first two or three, I, I wasn't convinced I had to keep going. I said, that looks pretty dry, but there's only one way to be sure. Unlike these climate scientists, I'm going to check my work, all right? Yeah. He went through the whole scientific method. Yeah. Yeah. He's not... He's not the type of guy who takes other people's words for it. No, he does his own damn research. And then when it turns out that it is true that uh, he can cause fires, he's like, the government is clearly setting me up here. Yeah. It was actually them who did it. Technically, it was the government who set these fires because the government, uh, they were telling me that they didn't set the fires. Mm -hmm. Which made me want which to Which made more. me suspicious. And that made me want to test their theory. So this, it still is their fault. Yeah, I was investigating and then I got that drawn to the void feeling. I just had to light the fire. <laughs> I just, I, you know, you light the match and just every, you get tunnel vision. You know, you see nothing else. It's dancing in front of you. It's dancing for you. It was nowhere to be seen a moment before. And now it's, it's alive, providing light, bathing your face in bright orange embers. What if I lit this fire and passed it off as the government. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paray, you devil. So look, uh, yeah, cool guy, way to go. You, you put lots of people's life at risk and yeah. d just destroyed hectares of yeah, hectare, natural landscape. It's like 100 meters by 100 meters. It's a lot uh, yeah. of beautiful Canadian natural landscape. Yeah. The lifeblood of the country, the, the most beautiful thing of any country. You just burned it to the ground. And you'd think that after the first fire, he would have figured all this out. Well, that forest is bone dry. Yep. Case closed. But when you're doing your own research, it is important to make sure that your results can be replicated. Otherwise, they might just be an outlier. And that's science. Yeah. He's using that scientific method. But moving on from fire to smoke, 
A few years back, we talked about a character known as Uncle Chen, who made the headlines around the world for competing in marathons while chain-smoking <laughs> cigarettes and still managing to outrun men half his age. This level of elite athleticism, especially from a man in his 50s, while engaging in one of the most unhealthy habits that's still legal, drew admiration and confusion worldwide. And we now have an update on Uncle Chen via the website Canadian Running. Uh-oh, Canada's at it again. They're running. After a two-year hiatus from the running world, Chinese marathoner Uncle Chen made his triumphant return at the 2024 Xiamen Marathon on January 7th. However, Chen's comeback did not go as planned. Despite finishing the race in three hours and 33 minutes, oh, which very is very good time. <laughs> 26 miles in three and a half hours is insane. While chain smoking. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Despite all that, he ended up being disqualified for chain smoking throughout the marathon. Known as the smoking brother in China, Uncle Chen's time was five minutes slower than his three hours and 28 minute finish two years ago at the 2022 Xinanjiang Marathon. It appears that the smoking habit may be taking a toll <laughs> on the 52-year-old marathon. Shut up. Five minutes? Yeah, that's not a big this deal. This man is 52 years old. Over the course of 26 miles. Yeah. The Xiamen Marathon Organizing Committee later issued a statement announcing Chen's disqualification for smoking during the race. Boo! The decision was based on a violation of Article 2.12 in the Xiamen Marathon Rules and Regulations, which states, Uncivilized behavior from runners such as open defecation, <laughs> smoking, or trampling on flower beds or green spaces that affect the race and the safety of other runners will result in disqualification. I feel like they had to, th that smoking line was never in there and they yeah. had to add, him, add it just for him. That's wild though. Like, I can't do the math right now, but 26 miles in three and a half hours is it's like- It's a pretty good pace. He is keeping That's, a very good pace. My goal is four hours for the LA Marathon. Yeah, this man is- Decades older than you, smokes an entire pack, probably multiple packs during that, uh, you know, three hours. And uh, yeah, I need to slow down. I, I pushed it a little too hard on the half marathon and uh, my legs are not feeling good still. So this guy is careful. very impressive. Yeah. The fact that his lungs can even do this. I, yeah, no, it's it's incredible. And like, I, I mean, even running marathons at that age. I mean, I'm assuming he's been running this whole time. Like his knees have got to be a little bit fucked up. Dude, mine fucking hurts. <laughs> so this guy. I don't know. I mean, it's a little unfair to compare what Uncle Chen does to public defecation. Yeah, come but on. after after doing this now for a year straight, I get it now. I fucking get it. We were making fun of all the people that shit, and even the people who finish the marathons with shit everywhere. I get it. If I'm doing 26 miles and like the last mile I shit myself, you bet your ass I'm finishing that race. Yeah, what are you supposed you to do? You bet my ass I'm finishing that race. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's a 100% chance that other competitors shit themselves while yeah. running in yeah. this exact race. Uh -huh. Where is their disqualification? It's a very common occurrence in the sport. Everyone just sort of accepts it. That's my protein bar. It's melting in my pocket. Uh, so yeah, this decision, it, it does make sense for, you know, other competitors who maybe don't want to be breathing in constant it's secondhand outside. <laughs> it's outside. It's outside. Who's going to even do that? But it's more difficult to say whether this is good for Uncle Chen's health because if he stops racing because the smoking is banned, that means he's going to spend less time running and more time smoking. Yeah. yeah maybe he can they try... Just gave this guy a death sentence, basically. Yeah, you killed Uncle Chen. So I don't know, maybe he can try running with like just a bunch of nicotine patches all over his body. He's got zins everywhere <laughs> yeah, in his mouth. He can do dip. He's <laughs> yeah. just spitting dip all over the racetrack. No, he'd get disqualified for that. So yeah, they'd, they'd the find race. a way. I feel like they have they really have it out for him. No, Uncle he Chen. needs to get like, yeah, nicotine patch, slow release <laughs> yeah. all over him. 
But uh, yeah, maybe maybe the nicotine patches. But yeah, if he does that, well, then he, he's not Uncle Chen anymore. He's just another runner. Yeah, because you wouldn't be able to tell. The, he, the cool part is it looks cool while he's doing cool. it. It looks cool. Smoke cigarette. Smoking cigarettes looks cool. Stop. You're the, <laughs> stop. We need this channel to survive. It looks really cool to smoke and do literally anything, including like high endurance exercise. <laughs> Think about how cool it would have looked if Michael Phelps was uh, smoking a cigarette while uh, while swimming. I mean, that would look really cool because he's in water and it just wet. Yeah. Anyway, the best course of action for everyone would probably be something similar to when the NHL started requiring helmets. They did it only for the new players. Like starting this year, anyone, now you got to wear helmets. So you had old guys on the ice. Like NHL players, get they get up to like almost 50. So you had all these old geezers on the ice with no helmets, like yeah, in, into like the, the brain's late, mush anyway. late 90s. And uh, yeah, it worked out for everyone. Call it Uncle Chen's Law. The Uncle Chen Law. Anyone starting... Anyone younger than Uncle Chen cannot smoke cigarettes. Yeah, start while smoking now yeah. so that you fall into the... You, you better get... <laughs> pick up that habit. You've come a long way, baby. Have a Virginia Slim. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just do that. Problem solved. Everyone wins. I think it's, it's great. It's not fair what they're doing to this man. Uh, it's it. Look, the picture's... It's uh, also, like, they need to... Uncle Chen needs to... He needs to go on television and have a doctor uh, measure his lung capacity. Because I am very yeah. curious. Mm-hmm. Very curious how it all evens out. I guarantee you that it's much better than an average person who doesn't smoke. A runner who smokes versus an average person who doesn't smoke? You would think. Yeah. But I, I want to see the data. Uh, look, I think they should run this test, I believe. Run the test. I believe it, yeah. Moving on now to some news out of Utah, where normal teen debauchery like sex, drugs, and alcohol are harder to come by, and the youth have to get a bit more creative with their mischief. Here's local Salt Lake City outlet ABC4. A teenager is in hot water after allegedly taping fish to ATMs in Provo (laughs) and documenting the antics on social media. Among the displays posted online was a video that appeared to show three trout taped to a police car. (laughs) The Provo Police Department said Thursday there were roughly 13 instances where the 17-year-old taped fish to ATMs and other objects. The fishy displays were shared on an Instagram account titled Fish Bandit 84. The account has more than 52,000 followers, and its posts date back to August of 2023. It's unclear if the account creator did all of the fish taping, or if they also curated content posted elsewhere online. The bio of the account reads, live, laugh, tape fish on ATMs. It's a bit. They stuck to it. Uh, Yeah, I'm usually pretty baffled by Gen Z humor, but this Fish Bandit Instagram account is great content. You can count me as one of those 52,000 followers. It's like the uh, thing in Arizona where the guy was like... Penis going, man. Yeah, and everyone... You you actually make the yeah. mystique much more yeah. enchanting by, by, cra- by... cracking down on penis man, putting him in the news, you've created an army of penis men. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Trout everywhere. Yeah, I think you're going to see all types of fish taped to all kinds of things going forward. Great yeah. job, Provo Police Department. You blew you, it. You have awakened a sleeping dragon. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the videos on this account, they all start with the camera pointed uh, at the fish man's feet onto the ground before uh, you know, tilting up to his latest work. It's usually a fish uh, duct taped to an ATM Woo! screen. Uh, sometimes it's multiple fishes. Sometimes it's a cop car with three fishes Woo! on it. Sometimes it's the inside of a bathroom stall. He's literally pans up from him with his pants down t- to the door. He Also, no commentary. I love that. It just let the footage speak for itself. I kind of feel bad for the fish. 
Yeah, so it's various species of fish. They look pretty fresh. Uh, sometimes the fish have cigarettes in their mouth because it just makes it look cooler, folks. <laughs> <laughs> What's cooler than a fish taped to an ATM? <laughs> a fish taped to the ATM uh, just puffing on a Marlboro ah. Red. <laughs> also, he has definitely taken this show on the road. There's videos of fish taped to ATMs in Japan and somewhere in Europe. Uh, at least one of these fish appears to still be alive while taped to the ATM, which is not great. No. Didn't like that one so much. But overall, we rate this vandalism spree higher than any of the other TikTok trends that we've seen the Zoomers come up with. This is truly original, and uh, it's, it's art. Uh, Doing the, art. I, ha- I, I feel, just I, by vibes alone, I feel like it's a millennial running the account. But have you seen Scenic Pisses? Yeah. <laughs> that is one of my more, scenic pisses. Are good. Yeah, that that does that. It's is the most beautiful, it, and it's obviously crowdsourced. Yeah, but it's it's the most beautiful places on earth, and someone just ripping the strongest piss, yeah. just directly all over whatever it is, which is fine because it's in nature. Yeah, animals are pissing all over uh, it. You know, ashes to ashes, piss to piss. Yeah, it's where it goes. Like it's it's like someone like in the Swiss Alps, like just fucking pissing. Yeah, or like it's a great account, and like it's I. It's a perfect balance of like the, the genuinely beautiful natural scenes. It is. And, it, and, and then, then you and see then the, the stream, stream comes and you're like, <laughs> there it hey, is. A two for one. I'd I do the it. same thing. I bet it felt great. Yeah. I love pissing in nature. It's yeah, fantastic. It is. Yeah. Sometimes I just go in my backyard to piss. They, the, I know that it, it, it obviously dissipates to the point where it's not even a, an issue. But there was a scenic piss recently where he did it like out of a hot air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, if you're over, like, the countryside, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, it was very high up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, at that point, you know, who cares? Could you, do you think you could piss while skydiving? No, I feel like the piss would shoot back No, 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 like, you. but you'd have to, like, turn over. Oh, yeah. It would get sucked out of you. <laughs> Is that how it works? I don't know. I, I bet you could piss into your own mouth while skydiving. Has anyone done that? Someone has to have pissed in their own mouth while skydiving. I, I think the piss would just go... <laughs> Everywhere. I mean, they, yeah, some would get in that's your mouth. even funnier because it's just shooting all over your face. Just, yeah, it'd be really funny to do if you were, especially if you were tandem skydiving. <laughs> the, the instructor, all right, yeah. now hold on, we're gonna have a great day. We got the video camera <laughs> set up. <laughs> anyway, this, I'm not gonna pull the ripcord out of spite. Yeah, we're going down together. Yeah. Anyways, this episode is not sponsored. And probably it's demonetized. So, it's probably uh, a good thing that it wasn't sponsored considering everything that's led up this to This episode is sponsored by American Spirits. These are natural cigarettes. The, this episode is sponsored <laughs> by viewers like you. <laughs> if you want Elliot to keep saying things that uh, risk everything, please consider becoming a member of the channel by clicking the join button below. Please. We haven't even asked this entire yeah. year. Yeah, the join so, button, that's a good one. Uh, it's almost the end of the month. Leaving a like. Maybe leaving a dono. We're, we're going to get to the headlines, but I'm going to wait for you. Give, give you a second. Yeah. We haven't even asked all month. Hit the join button. Come on. Become a member. Come on. It's, it, Be it's a team the best player. deal in town. It's inflation proof so far. It is. We haven't raised the prices like Netflix yeah. and Max. Yeah. Thank you, Joe Biden. The, the membership hey, how the my, all my members are about to go or something. Anyways, let's get into the wildest, craziest, weirdest headlines from around the world this week, starting with. Excessively farting passenger forces American Airlines flight to turn around. Hey, look, you get gassy up there. Scenic farts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you're all stuck in that insulated tube. And uh, yeah, if someone gets a little too gassy, we got to go, folks. Did, did we talk about the one where like uh, someone posted about being, they were in like first class on a flight. And this 
woman was like policing the lounge, like the first class area, because she was she swore she, that someone was farting and she knew who it was. So like she was like overacting, gagging, and like pointing. I think, I think she dealt it. I think this was. Uh, oh, what is that? Who is that? Ew. That's nasty. Yeah. What did they have to you eat? You immediately remove yourself as a suspect by yeah. making it such Flawless. a big deal. Flawless. No yeah. one ever suspects that you. That woman, she passed the gas. Well, it's definitely not her. But yeah, this one, the plane turned around, but like it hadn't taken off yet. It got onto the jetway and then this man, he was farting and everyone's like, stop it. And he's like, fuck you. You're being rude to me. And then he'd fart some more. And uh, Crazy to be able to fart on command like that. Yeah, he's a real pro. You know, anyway. you know what gets me going? You might have the same issue. The, the, the vegan shake from uh, Burger Lords. I, I, I can I host actually, a, comedy, a comedy show in my living room. I, no, I think I, I, think I do all, all right with that one. Yeah. It's, uh, they are, they're comically loud. I think they're like coconut based. I don't know. It's like ta, tahini or something. Tahini? Oh, yeah, tahini. Yeah, but anyways, it gets me going. Sesame it's ve- very funny. They are loud. They sound like <laughs> clown farts. <laughs> Hey, you're sponsoring the show. Yeah. Thanks for becoming a member. Yeah, this is what you're paid for. Oh, dog with six legs has operation to remove extra limbs. It's not Where, fair. That dog could have been like a, a giant bug, like an ant. I hope they used one of the extra legs to graft onto another tripod dog. Do you see way more tripod dogs than six-legged dogs? Yeah, well, these didn't seem like very... This dog, it was, it's fucking weird. It had... The two extra legs were like growing out of like an extra hip on one side and the two legs were just, they couldn't do anything. They were just like these floppy legs. But uh, yeah, real weird looking condition. And they were like, it was actually really hard to remove them because they had their own separate hip joint. And uh, they were worried like they'd have to remove one of the, one of the good legs as well. Mm. Turn this six pod into a. A tripod. It's half as many paws. But it uh, looks like it worked out all right. I only laughed because it imme- immediately made me picture the scene from Arrested Development where that guy carries Martin Short around. Swing my legs at her. Shoot me. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the le- they were kind of like those legs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So not very useful. I don't think any other dog would find them useful either. Mm. Just it, it, anytime someone has like extra something, you're it's always never like, cool. Yeah. Like the people like people are born like somewhat regularly with like six fingers on each hand but like the sixth one it's always just like it's just extra skin it's just flopping you can't do anything with it it's fucking bullshit Mm -hmm. come on thieves cut down radio broadcast tower in southeastern Oklahoma to steal a hundred dollars worth of copper Mm. yeah and it's it's gonna take like all risk no reward half a million dollars to rebuild the tower hundred dollars they someone went in they should have held it hostage it was the middle of the night they went in with just like basic wire cutters and just cut all the wires like counter supporting it and just pushed it over and looted the the one hundred dollars worth of copper off of it and uh and now there's like multiple radio stations that are just like i guess we're not broadcasting until this gets sorted out cool great whoo Retired teacher's pension stopped as provider refuses to believe she is not dead. There is no way. No way she's uh-uh, still alive. You're not fooling me, old lady. You are dead. You are dead. Duh, you must be a ghost because <laughs> it says right here in your file you are dead. Ghosts can't receive their pension. Sorry. Get out. Yeah, it's a, uh, first of all, uh, pension? You got a pen. Oh, must be nice. Yeah. Well, I have a pension. We don't have, we don't have those. 
What is a pension? What is a pension? Must mm-hmm. be nice. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, I guess the the UK where this happened, they uh, she has like the same first and last name as some other dead person. Mm. And even though they're like their birth dates and just all their other information is incorrect, that they use a computer that just automatically removes uh, duplicates from the from the pension rolls and without notifying them. So this lady, like every few months. She just checks her bank account and she's like, oh, it didn't come through again. I have to get on the phone for like 12 hours, sort this out again, just for it to happen in a few months. This is a great way to spend the final years of my life. Gives her something to do, someone to talk to. Yeah, I mean, spite is a great motivator to stay alive, as we've seen. That's like, uh, another thing that just happened over there was little Tom Holland and a big Tom Hollander. Yeah. Uh, he got a big check in the mail. Yeah, in the in the bank account, like, oh shoot, <laughs> I've got tens of millions of dollars. They now. got a, yeah, they're mixing up names over in the UK. What's they only have that? so many. Yeah, they, yeah, they do. They got uh, Nigel. Yeah, Callum. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> so, that, you can see where the confusion might exactly come from. Uh, Charles. Yeah. And various women's names, I assume. Yeah, Gertrude. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I can't think of any ger- five or six any, names. Any British names. <laughs> Who needs them? Who needs them? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, any name I could think of would be like, well, that's a, it's an American name. Yeah. Not a British name. Yeah. So, so yeah. Ben Shapiro debuts rap video with Tom McDonald. It took all of my strength to, to make it through this. <laughs> I saw pictures this morning and I was like, what is this? Is this, is this a meme? Did someone, is this AI? Is this Photoshop? It kind of sounds like AI. And I was like, okay, so I, I don't know Tom McDonald. I guess he's some like face tattoo rapper, but, uh, but for the conservatives, mm-hmm. they, they love these face tattoo rappers when they're talking about how it's cool to not be woke, I guess. But anyway, uh, yeah, I figured like Ben Shapiro would just be like in the background of the music video, posing and stuff. No, Ben Shapiro fucking raps. And it is atrocious. It's horrible. He, it sounds, first of all, it sounds Almost like someone used a Ben Shapiro voice generator and just typed in some words. And he they, does that talk rapping thing? They might have done that. My theory is that he went in the studio, they had him say each of the syllables individually, and then they used studio magic to just like cram it together. Oh yeah, he did like 200 takes and they were like, oh fuck, yeah. let's push this all together. But even with all that and work. Put some auto-tune and like just pull a bunch of levers. Even with all that work, it's just... It's still he, do, he doesn't have the voice for it. No. He has no flow. This is put this in the in the encyclopedia under the article for flow and just be like, it's the opposite of this. Yeah, they should bring back that rap battle show on MTV and have Ben Shapiro rap battle people. Now there would be something I wouldn't I wouldn't watch it, but no. it should it should exist. He was bragging about it. He's uh, higher on the iTunes charts than Eminem, and people were like, iTunes still sells music. <laughs> Is Eminem putting out new stuff recently? He was like featured on some track. Oh. But it was just funny. It was like using the iTunes sales charts. It's such a like, it, that used to be very relevant, but like. Also, like I would assume that much like the New York Times bestseller, like they should probably have a little asterisk there that says, oh, it's really weird. This company called The Daily Wire yeah. uh, bought all well, he, of these. He did the screenshot he showed of the iTunes uh, charts. It had the little check mark next to it showing that he had bought his own song well, on course. his personal computer. Who wouldn't? I just love the sound of my own voice. Man, oh God, I really killed it. I should, I should do a whole album. Yes, you maybe, should. Maybe I, think that's a great I, I think that's a great idea. We need to all unironically support Ben Shapiro and his new career move. 
Yeah, no, the, like boxing and rapping are two ways to get people to just get that shit out of their system yeah. in a way that, you know, is the least harmful. Sure. Go go rap, go have a boxing match, go train for a year and shut up. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Yeah, it's uh, I think that's hey, the way. Hey, what's up with Elon Musk? Is he box- boxing soon? He's he's training, right? Still, obviously, he's still training, probably, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think we've heard a single fucking thing about that. I'm sure he's still. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he is. Yeah. Amish horse and buggy stolen from Walmart parking lot while family shopped. I believe that horse and buggy was stolen by God, who saw them shopping at Walmart. Excuse me, what the hell are you doing down there? You buying milk from Walmart? You've been smoked. You have a cow Mm -hmm. back at home on the farm, and you are buying. You are buying products that are meant to be grown in the earth and shared with the community. This is the real conspiracy behind the 5G towers. They are exposing the Amish to God. They are. Yeah. And they have been smote. You've been smitten. Ezekiel, you have been smitten. Yeah, it is. I mean, like, I guess, yeah, if you if you get around by horse and buggy, like, how, how did people do this before? You tie them up in a knot that only you know. I guess so. Because, <laughs> like, you can't lock it. <laughs> They didn't. And people, they, people used to have respect. You'd yeah. have a duel if you, if someone took your horse. Like they, I don't think the U lock came out until like the fifties or something. Yeah. So like, yeah, you're going to work and you're you bring your horse. Like, you just leave it out there. Maybe the horse. Look, I don't fucking know. Does a horse know its rider and like would buck someone else off? I don't know. I mean, they're smart animals, but do you think the guy that uh, stole this horse and buggy went yeah? Oh, of course. <laughs> Like, cause that's all I would know if I was like, yeah, yeah. I would say, giddy up, yeah, all those things. Yeah, it's it's a great way to get around. Yeah, it is. The Yamash got it right. They did, and we shouldn't be stealing their horse and buggy, no matter yeah. how tempting it looks. Yeah, let them keep the horse. Yeah, New Jersey house vandalized with pepperoni. As an Italian, it hurts the heart. <laughs> This is a hate crime. They've done a hate crime on me. They put pepperonis all over the house. What the hell is wrong with people these days? It's called a hate crime, T. It's when they cover your house in pepperonis. <laughs> it's anti-Italian discrimination. What's the what the, the word? That, what was it like one of the Cuomos or something got called it? Oh, uh, uh, Fredo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you better watch it, buddy. That's an anti-Italian slur. It's a slur. <laughs> Literally fighting words. It's just, it breaks my heart as an Italian. We could have cooked with those pepperonis. We could have put them on pizzas. Love the idea of like getting hit with a pepperoni being a hate crime. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I don't know. Maybe, uh, look, as a uh, almost full-blooded Italian, I think it's funny. And I can say that apparently. Yeah, but you're not culturally Italian. (laughs) They wouldn't consider you Italian. I'm uh, Florida Italian. You're uh, a lapsed Italian. Yeah, sure. Or, or as the, the Mormons would say, you're a jack Italian. I went back to the home country. I said hello. Everyone said, get the fuck yeah. out of here. We don't get the fuck. Who are you? They started throwing Stay pepperonis away. at yeah. me. Hey, get out. Throw the pepperonis at this man. Yeah. This, this lady, she considers herself Italian, but she doesn't know. This is a classic Italian tactic. Yeah. <laughs> L.A. Housing Department displaced from office by landlord. Beautiful. Wonderful. Yeah, a lot of people are... so that, LA Housing Department, they are a department that moderates disputes between tenants and landlords. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying uh, maybe this will wake them up because they apparently have a reputation for pretty much always siding with landlords. So uh, this is some little karmic justice. Uh, 
they, they haven't had an office for like weeks now because the landlord at their office building kicked out them and like 10 other uh, local government agencies. It's just like... How this is just happen? like the, the Taylor Swift AI stuff. Like it has to happen to someone who yeah. actually has to be forced to care now. Yeah, I hope the people at the LA housing department, the whole annoying experience of all this, I hope this gives them a greater appreciation <laughs> for what people in the city go through all yeah. the fucking time. Now imagine time. that's your place where you live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's your home. Yeah. Where your children sleep. It makes it a little more serious, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Wine is a gift from God, Pope Francis tells Italian producers. He's been on this like weird role lately where he's like, God wouldn't have made sex feel so good if it was a sin. Yeah, he's had some weird ones. Uh, He's had some like really like antiquated takes, but also some like really weird like, hey, by the way, just so everyone knows, uh, wine's cool as shit now. Yeah. We're all good. Yeah, it's good to, and like all the, I guess the Italian wine producers they're all very upset about some new EU law that's going to like put warning labels on alcohol. Mm-hmm. And so they're hoping that like yeah. the Pope saying like it's, it's straight holy, from God. Yeah, yes. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, he, he's also he's like uh, he pissed off a bunch of Catholics by like saying that if gay people want him to bless them, like he'll do it. He won't like bless the marriage, but he'll bless the people. People are like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. the Pope has gone woke. Throw some pepperonis at him. Yeah. And it's all just like Americans who are basically Protestant. Yeah. They just like going to a church that looks kind of cool instead of like a strip mall. Yeah. So, <laughs> a fucking uh, portable trailer. Yeah. Like the, that's the one thing the Catholics have. They've got the riz. Unless you go to like Texas or something. And then that's when you get like the righteous gemstones churches. Yeah. But even those, they're like McMansions. Yes. Like they, they, they're an affront to God. They have all the elements of like a timeless uh, cavernous building. But like it's just missing something. A soul. You can, you can tell. A literal soul. You take one look at it and you're like that building, that was built in 2013. Yep. <laughs> Van Gogh Museum fires multiple workers for Pokemon shenanigans. They like were stealing exclusive cards that were only available. So there. you went? Did you go there? And- I couldn't get in because it was. I was wondering why it was yeah, sold out. So they like were weeks giving in away. Advance. Yeah, it was, is this exclusive collab mm-hmm. Van Gogh X Pokemon? Yeah, <laughs> where it's like uh, these packs of cards with uh, variants uh, like in the Van Gogh style, and like of course you know limited edition, so people are flipping them. And then, of course, the people working at the museum who, like, I, if you're working at a museum, like, you're not getting paid a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. They're like, hmm, but what if I, what if I use these cards uh, that I have, I'm selling to people all day yeah. to... Uh, who are doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I guess they got caught. And, yeah, I saw the Pokemon Van Gogh stuff around, and I just didn't, I didn't know that they were doing some exclusive giveaway. But yeah, when I tried to book, it was the only museum that you literally could not get into. Like, even those, like, because sometimes, like, tours will buy up tickets, yeah. and then you have to go through them to get it. You None available. Yeah. It's such a weird, like, like promo. Like, I'm sure it made them so much money, but it's like, how many people were showing up, buying the and cars, then just leaving. and then leaving? Yeah. Have a separate entrance for people that just want to do yeah. the museum. I want to see this priceless, timeless art. Yes. From one of the great masters. One of the of Dutch the masters. <laughs> the Dutch masters. Luckily, they had a couple in the Reichs Museum. Or yeah. Ryan, I, I, sorry, I think the Rembrandt Museum. The, 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 the Rock, I don't know. It's Dutch. It's not real. It, the Rembrandt Museum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they had some in there. Oh, so. they got a, little, a couple of Van Goghs as yeah. a treat? Yeah, as a treat. <laughs> yeah, you get a little sample. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, people love, uh, I love the, like, going through the decades there because you see, like, trends that all the artists back then are just doing. Yeah. Like, there's uh, the, the still life stuff. They love balancing plates on the edge of ha- tables. Oh, It's yeah. like a cool trick they were all doing. Yeah. Yeah, it is funny. They'd like, and like, you know, word would get around pretty slowly. Yeah. Like writing letters Yo, to each I, other and stuff. But this, this, boring. Hang a plate off the edge of the table. Yeah. There was also this one. I got to remember who the artist was, but I took a picture of it somewhere. But it's like, it's literally Jesus doing a prank. Like what? Jesus I need was to there. See this. And, the, and then it's, it's like the, the image is just the, it's like, it's like he went poof. Like, so his, the smoke is still there and all these, and the description is like, these guys just realized that Jesus was there and then he left. Oh. So they're all like, no, we had our chance to talk to Jesus. This seems like it has a lot of meme potential. It is. The whole section of this guy's paintings were like very, he was like a, you would, it almost like a comedian. It looked uh, like yeah, it was a little social commentary. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was very funny. I'll look up the name afterwards. Someone will t- put it in the comments right. after they're done correcting you about the charity. Yeah. All right, that's it. Are you a member yet? Yeah. Thanks. Uh, Thanks for video's over. Go play Power World and uh, uh, like the video. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Uh, become a member, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.